Give us one hour and we'll help you change the way you think about happiness. Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen is a fresh talk radio approach promoting happiness from the inside out. Happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Each week, Lisa shines her light on well-being and global human flourishing by presenting a diverse and proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. Lisa Cypress-Kamen is a widely recognized applied positive psychology coach, author, documentary filmmaker, and lecturer specializing in the fields of sustainable happiness, mindfulness, and integrated well-being. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, we are talking about music. Music as it relates to health, healing, well-being, pleasure, enjoyment, creativity, and the rhythm of life. And with me now is David Ari Leon. He is a multiple award-winning and Emmy-nominated composer and music supervisor. He has brought his signature blend of acute classical expertise and emotive pot, pop, not pot, emotive pop ethos to countless films, video games, albums, and TV shows. David's music can currently be heard in places such as the Emmy-nominated ABC shows Sea Rescue and the Wildlife Docs, which air weekly in the United States and worldwide. He is a music director and co-founder of the Voice of Life Project, whose mission is to elevate wellness with great music. He's also raising mobile game music to new heights with his immensely popular music. He, re- he scored popular games such as Woody Woodpecker, named iPhone Game of the Week, the top seller Superman, and Contrajour, the number one selling game app and iPad Game of the Year in more than 10 countries. Leon Soundmind Music is a company that oversees the entire music package for a project with many clients, including luminaries such as Lionsgate Films, Warner Brothers, Marvel, Universal, DC Comics, ABC, SeaWorld, EA, as well as Disney. Welcome back, David. It's been a long time, and I'm so happy to have you back with us. Thanks, Lisa. It's, it's great to be here chatting with you. Indeed. And and a a lot has evolved and changed for you. We first became connected through TEDx Malibu, uh, a TED-inspired community event. And it's been a couple of years. And the world of music as it relates to apps has shifted greatly. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's really exciting, Lisa. When I uh, had the pleasure and honor to be involved in the TEDx uh, event with you, I had just learned about the technology for a company called Smule that makes apps that people engage with music worldwide. And it was actually through the uh, TED event that a partnership emerged with that company, Smule. And we subsequently have been releasing voice of life tracks inside of an app called Sing that is a karaoke app, but people use it for much more than that for worldwide community, for connection and uh, to you know, have music um, be used to feel good. And so we've actually released nine out of our ten uh, Voice of Life album tracks inside of the app Sing by Smule. And there are currently, according to the companies, uh, people who deal with statistics, they tell me there are about 30,000 user-created versions of Voice of Life songs inside of their app. 
sing. Wow, that is amazing. So in other words, the listener becomes a part of a virtual choir or their own in independent singing group. How does that work? Yeah, that's exactly right. It, and, it, and it's both of those things. Users create versions and they can choose if they want to create a solo version or if they want to create a version that they can then invite people to sing duets or, or group, group versions. And inside of the app, they actually set it up so if you create a duet version, it automatically, it has the lyrics on the screen for the songs, just like a, a karaoke machine, and it'll, it'll uh, direct you to say, okay, I'm duet part A or duet part B, and you can uh, just follow along and make, it, make a duet version. That is fantastic, and it really leads me to the next questions about music and well-being. And when we sing, whether we can carry a tune or not, need not matter. But when we sing, something happens to us physiologically. Yes, it, it absolutely does. And um, even just in the last two years um, since we last talked, the science is really just developed in such a wonderful way with the um, more um, accessible um, the, uh, the ability, I should say, that, that uh, researchers have to do um, brain scans and CAT scans and MRIs and things and really watch what the brain does with music and, and, uh, and study the health effects. And it's really very crystal clear now that music has a myriad of health benefits. So that, that's really exciting. And we've uh, had uh, the honor of working with doctors um, with the Voice of Life Project and have gotten some um, medical results of people participating with music and we we know uh, that singing and chanting also has health benefits that are very proven right now so it's it's really about the um, ability that music has to engage with us and people's uh, all of us are our natural uh, pull to uh, be musical it's in our DNA and it, and it really kind of speaks to that the, the, the line that we see in, in our culture of sort of performers versus non-performers is really blurred if you look at what the, the biology is, is all of us are pulled to participate with music. And music, we know, does several things to the physiology in terms of relaxation. It lowers our pulse, our blood pressure. It reduces stress. It can soothe us. I mean, hence we have, you know, kids that are, our parents sing lullabies to kids. I mean, that is that soothing hypnotic effect that you get from music, from being sung to, from singing. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, uh, it is, uh, you know, obviously we, we know that every uh, culture has lullabies and has always had lullabies. And, and so we all know intuitively about the, the calming and soothing nature of music. And so it's really great to be able to actually do medical research and, and uh, see that, like you say, it, it actually reduces the blood pressure. People with high blood pressure uh, need less medication to reduce their blood pressure. And it calms people down who have anxiety and people that are taking uh, medication for anxiety actually can use music to help calm them down and 
uh, subsequently need less anxiety medication. So these are all really uh, amazing facts that uh, just, you know, are examples of, of how music can help to do exactly what you just said. And also, um, it's my understanding that with Parkinson's patients that have the tremor, that when they use music therapy, it can help calm the, the tremor. In autism, there are great benefits from music therapy. In traumatic brain injury, helping the brain begin to repair uh, music is also being used in a therapeutic environment. I mean, this is fascinating to me. It really is. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, that, that we're, we're on the cusp of really having a lot of scientific data, and it's still new enough that there's much more that we don't know than what we know. We really don't understand what it is that makes us so musical. Every other... Um, um, activity that is so uh, globally done by people has obvious um, links to survival and, you know, like eating or drinking or things like this or, you know, procreating. But, you know, music, we don't even really understand what it is that has us be so pulled to participate with it. So it's going to be fascinating to see where the research goes. But like you say, a lot of these sort of neurological, not sort of, a lot of these, you know, neurological disorders and these kind of diseases that have to do with, with mental processes and, and um, emotions and moods are, 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 are definitely getting the benefit. Um, you know, the, the uh, kinds of things that help people that, you know, have Parkinson's uh, is really wonderful to see. Um, and you know the, the the little bit that we know is that there is part part of our pull in music is is to actually engage with the rhythm and dance and it seems like people for for whatever reason are distinct from other animals in that we are pulled to participate with the rhythm but the science shows that it is innate it happens in two-day-old babies. Actually, I had a clip, uh, image in, in, the, in the TED Talk of, of that, that um, uh, kind of research being done. But it, it can help people with Parkinson's to get inside of a rhythm. And uh, it, 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 the science shows that it does uh, you know, help to reduce the tremors. You know? And even um, there's, there's work that music therapists are doing with uh, people with ep epilepsy to help um, you know, to treat seizures, which is exciting too. Indeed. We are going to go to a break in a minute and we're going to carry on the conversation about the benefits of music, music therapy, and the exciting work that you're doing in the app world. But before we go out on that break, I want you to just in, in, in a brief description, talk about the Voice of Life project because your vision is great. It's not only to create amazing music that's very uh, listenable, because I, I, I have it on my own iPod, it's playing there, and I play it on my music show, Joyriding the Coast, but you have a, a goal of having this be a prescription therapy. That's right, yeah. The, the vision is, and, and it's not just with the Voice of Life Project, but really the, the, one of the, the main intentions of the Voice of Life Project is to help pioneer getting us to a place where doctors are prescribing music as complementary treatment to all the other uh, kinds of medical treatments that are being done by medical doctors. And, and the net result is 
like like you mentioned, less medication. It's holistic. It's integrative. It's of great benefit to the patient and clients. David, we're going to need to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. To learn more about David Ari Leon, please visit soundmindmusic.com. On Facebook, that's David Ari Leon. And on Twitter, that handle is David Ari Leon. Here come those tunes. We'll be right back. We know that life can be tough and that happiness can and does live alongside adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Harvest more happiness by liking us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness, following Lisa on Twitter at Lisa Kamen, and tweeting us with the hashtag Harvesting Happiness. Love to read? Looking to harvest your happiness? Then look no further. Lisa Cypress-Kamen is an author of three amazing books that will assist in taking your well-being and self-mastery to the next level. Are we happy yet? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life offers breakthrough strategies for creating your own personal happiness revolution. Perspectives on addiction and integrated journey to wellness is an overview of the recovery process from a multi-stepped perspective and holistic approach of substance abuse and lifestyle management. Through her third book, Reintegration Strategies for Depression, Anxiety, Anger, Grief, and Post-Traumatic Stress, offers an own nonsense approach to dealing with post-combat civilian life reintegration issues for veterans and their families. You'll find these books online at Amazon.com and HarvestingHappiness.com. Mindful meditative moments are free and relaxing on-the-spot mini staycation journeys designed to calm the mind and soothe the body from the comfort of wherever you are. No reservations or travel required. Check out the playlists on HarvestingHappiness.com and Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio on iTunes and SoundCloud. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen, the show dedicated to promoting happiness from the inside out by thriving with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. So let's get back to the show and your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, I urge you to download this podcast and share it. Why? Because sharing is caring, and we're all about paying it forward here. You can find our library on iTunes and SoundCloud. It's kind, it's free, it's legal, it's available 24-7, and we are talking about the value and healing powers of music with David Ari Leon. David, prior to the break, we were talking about the Voice of Life Project as a vision of creating fabulous music for people to listen to, but also as a complementary therapy um, and healing modality when people are undergoing treatment for various medical conditions. Yes, we were talking about that. And then in, in terms of how music changes or how the creative process changes when it's aimed at a goal, I think this is very, very interesting because there probably is a shift, would be my perception. Yeah, there is. And uh, the, the, the work that we're talking about, such as the Voice of Life Project, really is, is my passion and it's a labor of love at the same time. Uh, professionally, most of what I do is providing music for entertainment uh, companies such as Marvel and Disney and ABC. And um, so that is more in the entertainment realm. And so it, it is absolutely true that the creative process does 
shift when it's aimed at a different kind of goal. There are some similarities, but there are some differences. And um, in terms of the similarities, it really is amazing that music sort of has in the DNA of the music uh, an, an emotional content that uh, is really embedded into the music by the person creating the music. And, and we hear it all the time, um, you know, when, when somebody's singing, when they're in a certain kind of a mood, it, it, it just sort of like washes over us. You know, and so that stays the same. If you know, I, I one of my biggest clients is Marvel, the superhero company, and we're always making music for superheroes and and getting inside of the mood of that superhero to really evoke that spirit of of triumph and victory is the same kind of process as putting something that feels very calm and soothing into a piece of music. It's really just getting that mood to land with the listener. So that's that's similar. Now, um, the big difference is that with a project like Voice of Life, there were some really specific uh, goals that we had to engage people to participate with the music. And really, that's the whole point of the Voice of Life music. And and with what I believe is the, the, the place that the modality of music healing is going is that, and the science is showing as well, that the more the people actively participate with the music, the more benefit they get. So when uh, somebody is passively being entertained by a movie or a TV show, then that's obviously a very different experience than somebody that's actively participating and interacting with whatever the content is that they're getting. So when we're trying to get people to participate with the music to get the maximum health benefits, we're looking at what are the ways that we can get them to do that. And so, for example, with the Voice of Life project, we looked at different modalities of music uh, throughout history that has been used to get people into a meditative state and get people into a place where they're actually feeling calm and less stressed. And so uh, one of the obvious places was looking at Indian classical music that has got a history with chant and meditation. And that music always has a drone in the background of the music. And we said, okay, let's with the Voice of Life project, have every one of the tracks have a drone that people, no matter how musically advanced or non-advanced that, that they are, they can always hear the drone and they can always just chant or sing on the drone. In in Indian music, they'll you know sing Om, but we were looking for something that was universal, so we thought people can sing O or Ah or like for example with with our TED event, we had people sing Home. Um, so that was what what was different uh was you know was was trying to get that incorporated into the the um that album the challenge was when you have a a a a steady tonal center in music it really limits what you can do with your chord progressions and your harmony and in western music we we don't have that and we're we're used to chord progressions that really are are more full than what is typically in indian classical music so we had to actually come up with a whole way of making music that that walked that tightrope line of being able to have the drone from start to finish in the track that people can sing with, but actually interesting enough that it sounded like normal pop music that we're used to hearing. And I think you you truly accomplish this. I mean the the album is lovely. I mean it's very it's very soothing. 
it's easy to get going on a chant. Even if you're self-conscious of singing, you can't help but slip into it. You know, it's very welcoming, especially the, the song Home. Thank you. Um, going back to writing and creating for comic heroes, I had this image as you were describing that process of like, how does one get into character of the superhero that he or she is composing for? I mean, do you guys like, you know, don the cape? Do you, what do you do to stimulate that in your mind? Uh, I would never publicly admit to donning the cape. <laughs> no? <laughs> Privately. <laughs> That's what I would do. I would like put on the cape, like, okay, I'm in it. What does it feel like to be so-and-so? Right, right, right. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, to get into full, full character. Um, yeah, it, um, it is a good idea. Um, it, it's, it's really, um, you know, e each Marvel, I mean, Mar I've been working on music for Marvel projects for actually 20 years now which amazes me, but each Marvel character really has a certain kind of sound and quality. And, and one of the things that Marvel uh, calls me for is that they know that I know the characters well enough to be able to really capture the true mood of, of the character, which is, uh, you know, something I'm really grateful for and something I, I really enjoy doing. And, you know, I mean, I, I, like if I'm doing music for, for Spider-Man, I'm, I'm not really trying to put myself in the character of, of Spider-Man myself, but I'm, I, I am really putting myself inside of Spider-Man's world. And, you know, his mood is interesting because he's not your kind of, you know, Superman, Captain America kind of superhero. He's much more stealthy and sneaky, and he has kind of a... Uh, a, a, like a, a spy kind of sound, almost slightly much more toned down, but slightly James Bond-ish. And it really gives him his certain kind of mood that, that allows him to sort of like, like stealthily climb along buildings and, and you know, sneak into places. Um, so it's fun to be able to, to kind of put yourself in the world and, and uh, capture the mood that way. Fascinating. You know, I, I, because I am not a composer and I, I'm just placing myself in your shoes as you're describing that. And I have this, the image is very, very vivid to me. And I'm sure if I were to hear the music accompanying what you just described, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that fits. Yeah, I, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that's the idea, right? That's the theory. Yes. Um, where is Voice of Life going from here? Well, um, Voice of Life has the the really the exciting thing about this whole um partnership with the company Smule is that it really did bring the vision of the Voice of Life project into a reality of people participating with music and the the um the Smule community is very rich and and it, there's actually I, I I'm I know this is going to sound like an exaggeration. I don't think it is. I think they have 5 million uh, monthly active users inside of Sing, and they have a very large community of people that interact, in, in a, and they have a social uh, element to it. And uh, inside of, of certain communities in there, we, when we release uh, a Voice of Life song, people will actually comment about the health benefits, which is really rewarding. And I, I really see... 
the uh, technology evolving to people really being able to participate with each other in a virtual way using technology that that you know we're 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 getting towards it but we're not quite there there's still limitations right now of you know wanting to get a group of people all around the world in 10 different com- countries singing together at the same time um just because of connectivity and latency and things like that so i'm really excited about where it's going uh in the future with the um with the voice of life project but the the probably the most rewarding thing in the uh, sing app is we actually ended up making whole new uh layers of melody and lyric on top of the the voice of life tracks and and actually like making sort of like a, the existing song on the on the record into a into a a, a different song so that's been really uh fascinating and and wonderful to see people really um responding to it and and singing along with all of the different invitations inside of that uh sing app by smule this sounds amazing. And the vision that I have, I have a, uh, a teenage boy who is a gamer. And I know that when he is playing his games, he's connected with his, his local buddies. But there are also team members that are around the world that are playing. And what I'm hearing you say is that the vision and the direction of apps like this is to be able to sing along in this gaming environment. In other words, creating a completely different reality in which people gather and sing. That's exactly right. Yeah, I just um this earlier this summer uh gave a talk at at a a, a mobile gaming conference called uh, Pocket Gamer and it was basically talking about how you know in the broad sense you can kind of put this into the world of of a, of a game in the sense that it is people interacting together uh, for enjoyment purposes. And that is exactly, like you say, like you just described with your son playing and having people all around the world interact with them. That's exactly where I see this going. Well, I I am holding the vision with you because I think it's very exciting and it it keeps us connected and uses technology in a way to enjoy rather than separate when so often what people are going through when they're emotionally not up to snuff is they feel isolated, lonely, and depressed. And this is a way, no matter where one is in the world, um, to connect and play meaningfully. We are out of time, and I want to direct our listeners once again to soundmusic.com to learn Sound more. Mind, Sound Mind Music. I'm sorry, soundmindmusic.com. One more time, soundmindmusic.com. And on Facebook, the page is David Ari Leon, and on Twitter, it's at David Ari Leon. And once again, the um, project, the Voice of Life project, has its own website, but I believe you can also be directed there through soundmindmusic.com. And here are a few thoughts before we part. Happiness is not a destination. It cannot be bought, sold, or traded. Happiness will never invite you to the party. It simply comes down to a choice to show up each and every day in the world with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen and my guest today wishing you kind thoughts, kinder words, and the kindest of actions. Until next time, remember, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job. And a quick shout out of thanks to our producers who make us shine each and every week. 
We appreciate you. Go out and make it a great day, a great evening, a great morning, a great weekend, wherever you are. We know that life can be tough and that happiness can and does live alongside adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Harvest more happiness by liking us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness, following Lisa on Twitter at Lisa Kamen, and tweeting us with the hashtag Harvesting Happiness. Remember what it feels like to receive a gift? We all know nothing gives happiness like a present, so you should unwrap yours at harvestinghappiness.com and sign up to receive your free ebook, Got Happiness Now, that offers simple, user friendly ways to get greater happiness in your world each and every day. That's harvestinghappiness.com. Lisa Cypress Kamen has built an impressive global lifestyle management consulting company offering applied positive psychology, mindfulness, and integrated well-being coaching. Her services, including addiction and trauma recovery support, as well as life crisis triage, are available worldwide through phone, video, and on-site. In addition, Lisa delivers workshops, lectures, and trainings to corporations and institutions and is a frequent guest expert on many prominent radio and TV shows. Connect with us at Harvesting Happiness for more information. Harvesting Happiness for Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation offering innovative and integrated stigma-free combat recovery services to veterans and their loved ones with programming that focuses on the transformation of post-traumatic stress into post-traumatic growth using scientifically proven positive psychology coaching tools and strategies that increase self-mastery, self-awareness, and self-esteem to help heal the invisible wounds of war. To make a tax-free charitable contribution or to learn more, please visit visit hh4heroes.org. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen, the show dedicated to promoting happiness from the inside out by thriving with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. So let's get back to the show and your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. We are talking about the power of music, creativity, technology, and positive ways of using technology to create a cohesive and integrated community. And with me now is a very unique guy. And he's got a very unique set of tools in his toolbox. I'm with Turner Kirk also known as the formerly, let's start over with that one line, Eric, I'm so sorry. With me is Turner Kirk, also known as the mule, or formerly known as the mule, actually. He is a total freak about music. He lives, breathes, eats, and sleeps music. Whether he is enjoying, creating, commenting, or dreaming about it, you can bet that music is on his mind. At Smule, Turner has worn a number of hats, and Smule is what we are talking about in these segments. He started off riding a tricycle around the financial district of San Francisco to drum up interest in Smule's first application, Sonic Lighter. That was a tough sell in 2008 when the Edge network was not ready for the data strains of of smartphones, and no one had a credit card connected to their iTunes account. Imagine that. Fast forward seven years... 
to 2015, and Turner has done everything from manage Smule's vibrant community and build the community's social presence on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to help conceptualize Smule's content production pipeline and making countless product videos demonstrating Smule's world-class music applications. And this really is what we're talking about today. David Ari Leon mentioned in the last two segments about his work with Smule. And that really inspired me to want to get to the man behind Smule. And that is what we are doing today. Welcome, Turner. Hey, thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here. It is terrific to have you here because what you're doing is truly innovative. And I had the great opportunity to witness firsthand the work that you are doing with creative artists, musical artists such as David Ari Leon. I went to his studio and he showed me what Smule is all about. But I would love you to share with our listeners what a Smule is and why it is so cool and how we can engage with Smule. Yeah, yeah. So Smule, Smule is, uh, we're technically, I guess, we're an app uh, developer, a mobile app developer. We make music creation applications, but um, our mission is really around uh, getting people to express themselves in creative and fun and positive ways uh, using music. And sometimes they don't even know that they're actually doing this because they think that they're just playing a game or, um, you know, just using their phone like they normally would on the bus or something like that. Um, so uh, there's a little bit of trickery involved to getting them to expressing themselves or even knowing it. But, um, yeah, our mission is, is basically that we believe everyone in the world is uh, innately musical, whether they know it or not, and um, they may not have the opportunity. They may not have uh, access to instruments or lessons or anything like that. So we make applications um, for mobile phones that make it easy since, you know, the majority of the world now is starting to have mobile phones makes it easy for them to experience the joy of creating music and creating music with other people. There's a strong social element to what we do in all of our applications. And I think this is what, not think, I know this is what I was personally most impressed by, that an artist uploads his, his or her creation to Smule and then the world not just your next-door neighbor or your Facebook friend, but the world then has access to that song and can create his or her own version with or without the artist's lyrics, correct? I mean, it allows the, 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 the community member to play. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, the most um, obvious example of this is our uh, Sing Karaoke app, which is basically just karaoke on your mobile device, um, we, we provide the lyrics and the background track and um, some vocal effects and such. Uh, and then what I'm, I've been doing over the past couple of years is uh, getting artists just like David to come in um, to the app. Uh, we, we put their music on there and license it and everything. And then we get the artists themselves to sing their half of a duet. And the duet is kind of outlined in the song, what, what lyrics to sing. And then anyone in the world who has the app can... Um, come on there and uh, and join them and yeah and create their own version of the performance where they're singing with the artist, which is amazing. And then the community can then have access and listen to what other people are doing with that song. That's my understanding. Is that is that true? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the you can make a video recording or an audio recording, and uh, all of these um, all of these recordings are available um, on our website at smule.com. 
and anyone can go on there, create an account, and comment on it. Or uh, even if they want to, they can find other people who are singing and join them on their on their songs that they've created. And uh, and it's just a big a worldwide karaoke party we call it. And yeah. And when we talk about the karaoke party and the benefits of music and singing to our health, I think. What Smule's doing certainly contributes to that. You know, the reality of it is if you're having a bad day, whether you can sing or not, this is what I like about Smule, is you can go on and sing your heart out. It doesn't matter if you can hold the tune or not, but you are getting the benefits of what music can do for the brain and the body to calm, to soothe, to heal, to ground, and all the other positive benefits that come from engaging with music. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we've had lots of people uh, send us in stories about how it's changed their lives, which, you know, is something we never imagined when we started the company uh, seven years ago. Um, Never imagined that we would have such a vast impact on people's lives. And some of the stories that have come out of it have been incredible, including David's own story and, uh, you know, lots, lots of very positive things, people making connections, um, overcoming uh, strife and stress and and issues in their lives and it's it's just it's really a beautiful thing it's it's really incredible to be a part of. David was sharing with me the story of one woman who was undergoing cancer treatment and mm-hmm. how through her treatment process and her healing process she would come on to Smule and she was particularly drawn to his music which is very soothing very rhythmic. Um, with a, a lot of tribal influence, I would say. And mm-hmm. she had a voice, you know. She found her voice and she wrote to him over the months about the impact of singing, the impact of his work, the impact of being able to engage with the Smule community and how it benefited her healing. And that, it really touched me. Yeah, yeah, and we is, this is something that we hear about quite often, actually, especially in situations where people are um, laid up in the hospital or or wherever they might be with their um, with their uh, ailments, uh, because it is one of those things that you you I mean, everyone. This is part of our mission: is everyone is born with a voice, whether they know it or not. And uh, some people just need uh, a safe place to kind of help them find that. And you know, if if they're laying in a hospital bed or their own bed or, or what, whatever it might be, they can always pick up the app and uh, sing into it and sing with other people and get that kind of connection, even though they're uh, stuck where they are. So when you sing with other people, are these live karaoke events or sing-alongs, or are, is everybody recording at their own pace, at their own time, and then it's sort of processed and played back? Yeah, yeah, it's it's asynchronous um, duet uh, creation, I guess. So one person, uh, the person who creates the open call, we call it, um, creates. They they sing, and the, again, the lyrics in the app kind of designate where you're supposed to sing um, when you're creating and joining the open calls. So the person, the first person, uploads their version, their half, their open call, and uh, they sing half the lyrics. And then anyone uh, who finds that can then hit the join button and uh, they they download onto their device through the app. They download the background music and the other person's performance, either the audio or video or both. 
and then um <clears throat> then they can sing their part on top of that and it looks like it looks like when the final product is created it looks like uh it's being done live and and this has been kind of one of the funny things that's happened with our artists is people think that that uh when they see it after the fact um people around the world have thought oh my gosh you're you're doing a Skype call or you're singing with this artist this is amazing but um it's it's actually done asyn- asynchronously that is really, really, really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm having a vision of, in my mind's eye, um, Eric Whitaker did a TED Talk on the virtual choir, oh. which you're probably familiar with. And it was Eric a Whitaker. huge project, a huge undertaking, in, in part because it was also a video project. But it is something very, very similar. He wrote a piece. He then put out an open call for people to um, sing the piece that he wrote. I think it was an aria. And or uh, uh, an opera, and the world joined. Thousands of people around the world. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that's that's something that we're we uh, hope that someday we'll be able to achieve as well is to get uh, you know something as beautiful as what he created um, done through the app. Uh, but uh, I mean we've had you know we've had we've had songs where thousands of people have joined. Um, one notably uh, was a few years ago when the tsunami. Uh, in Japan occurred, um, one of our users created a song, I think it was Lean On Me, um, and, and asked a bunch of people to join in, in support of the kind of the tragedy of the, the people and help them feel like they were, you know, the world was looking out for them. We had about 3,000 people, I think, join that one, but there was no video or, uh, you know, no Eric Whitaker involved, unfortunately, but it was really cool. Well, not yet. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, the idea is, you, is through community, we, we're stronger and we get the word out. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will learn more from Turner Kirk about Smule and his love of music. To learn more about Smule, please visit Smule.com. And on Twitter, that handle is at Smule. And yep. Turner, what's the Facebook page? Uh, Facebook page is facebook.com slash smule. Perfect. Okay, we're going to break. Here comes the tunes. Here comes those tunes, and we'll be right back. We know that life can be tough and that happiness can and does live alongside adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Harvest more happiness by liking us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness, following Lisa on Twitter at Lisa Kamen, and tweeting us with the hashtag Harvesting Happiness. Lisa Cypress-Kamen author of Got Happiness Now, is also a prestigious TEDx presenter. Her talks, The Mysteries of Fear and the Inversion Theory of Joy, can be found online at TED.com and on the Harvesting Happiness YouTube channel. Be a part of the grateful good. Grateful Nation brings together patients, families, friends, and staff of Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to support the quality care and groundbreaking research at the Medical Center. Through new and traditional media, members of Grateful Nation share experiences, thank our caregivers and researchers, participate in sweepstakes, and gather to sponsor and host events and much more. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www. 
www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day. Check out the critically acclaimed documentary film, H-Factor, Where is Your Heart? An insightful visual journey from Lisa Cypress-Kamen, showing that every person possesses the means to be happy. Follow Lisa and her nine-year-old daughter, Kayla, as they travel the world on the hunt for the universal keys to human happiness. Their question? What makes you happy? Discover the origins of human happiness, where to find it, create it, and keep it. Find it in our shop at HarvestingHappiness.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen, the show dedicated to promoting happiness from the inside out by thriving with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. So let's get back to the show and your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, I urge you to download this podcast and share it. Why? Because it's free, it's kind, it's legal, and we are talking about the power of music creativity and technology to generate community, to raise our positive emotions and well-being. And with me today is Turner Kirk. We are continuing our conversation about his app development, particularly having to do with music and creating community through music. He is the founder, director, housekeeper, bookkeeper, I'm sure many other things. And he's got a huge team of people over there at Smule, but he is the man behind Smule. Turner, let's talk about before Smule, how you got there, your background and and how... I'm not actually the founder of the company. I was just on the founding team. Ah, well, thank you for yeah. clarifying. I thought you were the man. You are one of the group of people responsible for Smule. Yes, yes. I've been there since the beginning, but not not the actual founder, but close. <laughs> well, close matters, and we're glad that you're here because Smule is so cool, and we want to know about you, how you went from having degrees in music to uh, moving into the digital and technology world. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want me to just go riff on that? I want you to riff. Any way you want okay. to riff, we love it. Cool. Well, it all started when I was uh, about eight years old. I was in the fourth grade, um, and I saw a movie that had a bagpiper in it, and it was <laughs> a movie about a dragon and this kid and his dragon, and someone died, and then he played bagpipes, and I guess that really called to me. I mean, I have some Scottish roots and uh, maybe that was just calling to me, but I bugged my parents long enough um, that they realized that I really wanted to and they got me bagpipe lessons and that kind of really ended up shaping my my entire, the path of my entire life almost was uh, shaped by this instrument and through music um, because uh, I ended up joining a, a bagpipe band, a competitive group and learned a lot of things about uh, sticking with something and and kind of discipline and all of that through the bagpipes. And then uh, when I was a senior in high school, I created a, a techno bagpipe piece, um, which uh, got me interested in the um, sort of technology side, the recording aspects of music. And um, so I applied to the University of Miami for music engineering technology degree. And I went there and uh, that's where I kind of 
started my more technical journey with music. Um, I was doing music engineering. And uh, and then there again, at, when I was a junior, um, I did a, a independent study where I created an electronic bagpipe that could drive an RC car around. So you'd play different notes and it would drive the car <laughs> different directions. And uh, that's what got me interested in the more technical, like building of things. And that's what ended up bringing me out to Stanford um, to uh, pursue a master's degree in uh, music technology. And that's where I ended up meeting the, the co-founders of the company uh, of Smule. And so truly I can, I can say that my, my entire life and my path has been set by uh, the, the odd instrument, the bagpipe. <laughs> well, not only the, the odd instrument being the bagpipe, but also this blending of the technological aspect, I think is a theme that has run through your life and certainly at the heart of what Smule does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if it hadn't been for um, doing that uh, independent study where I turned a bagpipe into an electronic uh, device, I don't know, that would have never got me interested in that whole side of things. What other apps or products does Smule make? Um, So we make, uh, we have four main applications that we are um, we're focusing on right now. Um, our most popular one, oddly enough, is called Magic Piano, and uh, we actually utilize the artists um, in that app as well. And this one is it's it's a lot more for people who are riding the bus or hanging out at home, or, for, or it's really great for children. And we've heard stories of it introducing children to piano. It's similar to Rock Band, kind of in that there's. Um, little dots on the screen that you have to tap to create the uh, the piano uh, sounds, but it's a lot more expressive in that you can sort of dictate the the speed of it by how you play. And now with the new 3D touch in uh, in the new iPhones, you can even tap harder or softer to create dynamics. Um, so it's 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 amazing how close it's getting to the experience of playing a piano while also providing the rails that people who have never played piano before would need to to play these songs. And then for the artists, we take the vocals that they sing in the karaoke app and put them in the piano app so you can play the piano accompaniment to these artists, which is really interesting. Um, yeah, so that's our big one. And then we have an auto-rap app, which you just talk into it and it turns your voice into a rap. <laughs> and uh, No, really? Puts a, yeah, and puts a beat to it. That one's probably our most interesting demo. Like you can just you say anything you want. Talk about the food you ate that day, or or what you're doing, or where you're going, and uh, and just hit record, and then hit stop, and then it automatically makes it sound like you're rapping about that over a beat. <laughs> <laughs> that felt, that actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and then uh, guitar is our other one. It's similar to Magic Piano, uh, but it's a guitar application. So what I hear is that the with the advent of this computerized technology and the ability to create apps and the user-friendliness of the apps from our mobile devices, that how we listen to, engage with, and experience music has changed hugely, let's say, in the last 100 years. Talk a little bit about that. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's something that's also core to our uh, our kind of company's uh, mission, I guess, and uh, and uh, uh, mantra is just that, yeah, you know, uh, just over 100 years ago, recorded music came about. And before that, if you wanted to listen to music, um, you had to play it yourself or you had to be in the presence of people creating music with actual live instruments. And um, that was, you know, it was something that, that most more people, I think, uh, I don't know for sure, but I, I believe more people were kind of uh, exposed to this this style of, of music, of experiencing music, that is, going to a symphony hall or going to the pub down the street and listening to um, the local band play. Um, and then once music got recorded, a whole business was created around it and radio came about, and you just had instant direct access to, to sounds and music and um same goes for the radio shows, I suppose. But uh, yeah, it's it's amazing how it has evolved and how there's this whole business around it, and how fewer people are really required to uh, create the music themselves or or go see music, um, or at least they were for a number of years there, um, in order to experience music. And now with yeah, with all like you said, with all of this new technology. And the ability to create music is becoming way more ubiquitous again. And and whether people know it or not, uh, they're they're able to create music instead of just sit and listen to it. And new forms of music, of course, have come about because of the ease of listening. But also in the past decade or so, the live concerts and uh, festivals have become another um, much bigger part of the music industry. Um, which is really cool, and that's a huge part of what we're all about is getting people to create music together, either in person or across the world, but um, actually being the ones who are generating the music themselves instead of just kind of letting it play. And I think for a musically challenged person like myself who loves music, I mean, it is it is one of my personal passions. I have a... Um, a volunteer gig at a local radio station in Malibu where I do a world music show every week. And that is purely for the love of music and being able to play the songs that I love. But I really can't carry a tune. You know, I might, I have a good beat, but to be able to explore with some of these apps as a, 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 a wannabe painter would with a brush or, um, uh, some other kind of artist would with a, with another medium, it allows us to explore from the comfort and security of our own homes or our own cars or our own uh, plugged in headphoned experience with music. I think it's so cool. Yeah. Well, also we provide uh, we provide audio effects such as pitch correction. So if you don't think you can carry a tune. Um, well, you you can because we'll make you we'll make all of your pitches perfect for you. So, <laughs> wow, part of the fun pitch of it perfect too is, from know. pitch perfect from from a, a a cellular device, right? I mean, really, it's that simple. It can work from your iPhone or your or your other smartphone. Yeah, and even if you think you're tone deaf, you can sound good. Well, I am. Uh... I'm going to continue to explore with Smule and some of these other um, apps that you've got. Once again, list the repertoire of the of the four products that you've got. Yeah, so the first one is Sing Karaoke. That's our um, social karaoke app. And then we've got Magic Piano, which is our piano um, app that you can play with the, the artist's vocals. And then uh, 
We have um, Auto Rap, our Talk to Rap app, and then Guitar by Smuel. Wow. Well, we are out of time, and I want to send our listeners over to Smule.com, and that's S-M-U-L-E, or connect with you on Twitter at Smule and on Facebook. Tell us again the page. Uh, just Facebook.com slash S-M-U-L-E. That's Smule. And Turner Kirk, one of the founding members of amazing people over at Smule. Thanks for sharing some time with us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. Here are a few thoughts before we part. Happiness is not a destination. It cannot be bought, sold, or traded. Happiness will never invite you to the party. Happiness simply comes down to a choice to show up each and every day in the world with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen and my amazing musical guests today, David Ari Leon and Turner Kirk, wishing you kind thoughts, kinder words, and the kindest of actions. Until next time, remember, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job. Go out and make it a musical day, and thanks to our producers who make us shine each and every week. We appreciate you. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Join us each and every Wednesday for a brand new broadcast and continue to harvest your own happiness anytime from the comfort of wherever you are with hundreds of free downloadable podcasts from our libraries on iTunes and SoundCloud. To learn more about Lisa's global practice as an applied positive psychology coach specializing in lifestyle management as well as addiction and trauma recovery services, please visit HarvestingHappiness.com. Spread more joy by liking us on Facebook Facebook at Harvesting Happiness, following Lisa on Twitter at Lisa Kamen, and tweeting us with the hashtag Harvesting Happiness. 